Hello and welcome. I'm Claire, the Ayurveda coach, and I'm so happy to be here with Morley and with all of you to guide you through your weekend rest, renew and reset as we enter into spring. Spring, wonderful season. The weather is warming up. The flowers are starting to blossom and there's an air of freshness and a time for renewal and new growth. It's a wonderful time of the year and a perfect time to do this rest, renew and reset, to restart our bodies and just give them a little bit of an MOT inside and out. And in Ayurveda, seasonal routines are really important because just like the times of the day are characterised by the cycles of Vata, Pitta and Kapha, so too are the, are the seasons of the year and maintaining good health during all of those seasons requires us to sort of live in harmony with these natural cycles and to adjust and make changes as the outer environment adjusts and makes changes so that we are not aggravated or thrown out of balance by the external environment. So one really easy and simple to understand example of this is, is probably when we step into autumn and there's a lot of dry, rough, cold, light qualities to the weather outside. These are qualities that it shares with Vata. So autumn is a Vata time of year, dry, light, cold and rough. And that one's quite an easy one to sort of see how you would balance. You do the opposite things. So you warm your body with warm foods and warm drinks. You alleviate dryness by using warming oils for body massage. And you stay indoors and <laughs> stay cosy. And, and in that way, very simply, we help to balance the external factors. So what's happening in spring? Well, we've had a long, cold, dark, damp winter. These are the first part of Kaffir season. Wet, damp, cold, heavy. All the qualities it shares with Kaffir. And then as we emerge into spring <clears throat> and the weather starts to warm, all of these sort of heavy Kaffir toxins that have built up during the winter, they start to liquefy, they start to melt. And so we find that we're a bit more prone to little sniffs and snuffles and runny noses, spring hay fever, spring colds. And this is literally the kaffir toxins, that mucus has built up. It's literally melting with the warmer weather. And so what we want to do is we want to clear out these toxins, clear out this kaffir armour from the body and to give the digestive fire, the agni, a chance to rest a little, to not have to work so hard while we do things that help clear these channels. So it's a really important, any of these seasonal changes and transitions are really important in Ayurveda. And you can just do really, really simple things like this rest, renew and reset weekend, just to give your, your body a chance to stay in balance. So, that's a bit about the significance of the changing seasons and why it's important to try and adapt and, and live seasonally and, and live alongside and in harmony with nature. Now, the difference between having, say, a harsh sort of juice cleanse for three days and an Ayurvedic cleanse, it's all about the digestive fire and it's all about the agni and it's all about having these things called sattvic foods. Sattvic foods are those which are very light and rejuvenating to the body 
they create something called ogres, good ogres. Ogres are your natural immunity. They're that, that glow that some people seem to have about them, that glowing with health and happiness. It's a state of mind as well as a state of physical being. So we treat our bodies and our digestive fire with warming, nourishing, easy to digest foods like the kitchery that's on this cleanse because that way we are nourishing the tissues of the body. Uh, whereas, you know, harsh juice cleanses, sometimes they can feel like they're doing good because your digestion isn't having to work so hard. Um, but actually, you're not getting the same kind of nutrition and the same kind of nourishment to your tissues as you do with having something like this very warming, very nourishing and nurturing kitchery. So it's great for our gut health. It's great for our digestive fire to do this. And I think doing this for three days as well is especially good. It's, it's long enough to really make a difference. But it's not so long that it feels, you know, impossible and like you're going to have to give up or, or you failed. You know, three days feels kind of manageable. It's sort of a bite size and you'll get so many benefits from doing this and taking this time out. So take these three days, use them. This is important time for you. So press hold on the busyness of life. Disconnect from the screen. Disconnect from emails, disconnect from worries and fears about the future. Just be here in the present moment. Our lives are so busy and so filled with things and sometimes it's an, a real act of self-care and self-love to actually say, do you know what, for the next three days I'm just going to take things really slowly. I'm going to go back to basics. You know, when people say going back to nature, this is what we're doing. We are going back to nature because we are recognising the synergy that we have with nature and the external environment. We're recognising that our food needs gentle, nourishing foods to, to fuel it and to take care of it. We're recognising that our minds and our bodies need rest and it's okay. You have permission for these three days to really take that rest and that time for yourself. Have you got a book sitting there that you've been wanting to read and haven't had chance to delve into that week this weekend? Is there a podcast you wanted to listen to? Is there a walk you wanted to go and explore? Do these things. Take this time for you. This is not selfish. This is this is vital self-love and self-care time. So you're taking this opportunity to reconnect with who you are. Perhaps you might feel called to take up doing some meditation. I find it helpful to frame these with a sort of daily affirmation. So something that perhaps you choose, a, a sentence or two that you've chosen to really focus on and reconnect with yourself. It might be as simple as, I am enough. It might be, um, I let go and forgive those who have hurt me in the past. Something that would be really, really beneficial for you at this time. Is it that you're, you need to let go and shake off old fears or old hurts? Is it that you want to focus on 
this sense of renewal and, and how you would like to see yourself in the coming days and in the future and beyond. So if you want to these next three days, take some time to perhaps map out three affirmations that you can use each day and spend five or ten minutes in the mornings just meditating on those, repeating those words to yourself until they're really embedded down into your body and into your soul and, and let them lift you up and, and guide you through these next three days. Now, as you know, in Ayurveda, food is medicine. Food is really, really important. And during this time and kapha season, what we want to do is avoid foods that can be aggravating to kapha. So these are things that are overly heavy, fried and oily, cold, creamy. Even things like yogurt at this point are a bit too cold and a bit too heavy for the body to deal with. They're too kapha in quality. So this is the wrong time of year to be having these kind of foods. We need things that are lighter, that are firing up the digestive fire a bit more where it's perhaps been a bit slow and sluggish during the cold, dark, damp of the winter. So top five foods you might want to include over the next three days. Definitely whole green mung beans. So in your kitchery, I think the recipe includes this, the green mung bean, the green dal to have. It's, it's so good for you. It's a complete protein. It's so easy for the body to digest. So these are really at the top of the list. You also want to include foods that are bitter, astringent and pungent so some foods you could try and include that fall into these categories dark leafy greens so some fresh baby kale spinach any dark leafy greens that you can get your hands on nice and bitter pomegranates are wonderful pomegranates have a lovely astringency to them um, they're very light sattvic foods again and most people like eating them they have a little bit of sweetness but there's that astringency there so it's really good for kapha this time of year and for pungency, why not some root ginger? Root ginger is your best friend during kapha season. And in fact, really most of the year round because root ginger is fantastic for creating the digestive enzymes that we need to digest our food nicely. So it really helps to take care of that important thing, that agni, that digestive fire. Root ginger, by the way, is preferred over dry ginger. Dry ginger doesn't contain the oils that root ginger does. And so dry ginger can be too heating or drying for the body. So a safe tri-doshic, that means good for all doshas, is to use root ginger. And another favourite of mine this time of year is uh, for grains is things like uh, quinoa and also barley. Barley is great for kaffir. Look out for the pearl barley is okay, but the best kind is is the barley that hasn't had the husk taken off it. So you want the the whole the whole barley. So things that you can do as well to start your day, some sort of top tips for starting the day over the next three days and during kaffir season. Try and wake a bit earlier. I'd say by at least 6am if you can for these next three days before we get into the kapha time of day and then you feel a bit heavier and more sluggish. So try and get up a bit earlier if you can for three days. Get up and do some gentle stretches or get outside and go for a gentle walk. 
20 minutes, 30 minutes is great if you can do that. It will just wake up the system. Then I would suggest having some hot water with a few slices of root ginger in it. Let that steep for a few minutes and sip on that first thing in the morning. Fantastic way to just gently clear and cleanse the system. Get that digestive fire woken up and help your body burn through those cafotoxins. We've already talked about the types of foods to avoid. So those heavy, cold, creamy foods, too much dairy. And other things you can do for your external body is dry body brushing or something we call gashana in Ayurveda. So using a dry body brush or an exfoliating mitt, just starting from the bottom, from your ankles and your feet and working your way up in long strokes, up the legs, up the body, onto the buttocks, in clockwise direction over the tummy and then long strokes again up the arms towards the chest. This is wonderful for stimulating the lymphatic system and draining the kapha from the body. It's really invigorating as well, so it's a great thing to do. If you're more vata pitta, you might want to use a nice warm oil afterwards to give yourself an extra treat with a warm oil massage. If you're kapha, you probably have quite nice, warm, oily skin already, so you don't need to add the oil unless you have a, a special kapha oil, which would be fine. But um, other things for kaphas that are great, right nostril breathing. How easy is this? It's such a simple thing to do, but so effective. And again, this could perhaps build part of your morning gentle meditation and affirmation that you're doing. It's really easy to do. You just close off the left nostril. Just use a finger to close that off and take some deep breaths in and out just through your right nostril only. And you can repeat that, say, 10 to 12 times. And that's really, really wonderful for, for kapha time of year as well. So I hope that this is helpful for you all. It's just some gentle guidelines, gentle tips to sort of help you along your way these next three days. And, you know, as I said at the beginning, just really, really allow yourself, give yourself permission to use this, this time as a wonderful time to really rest, to really renew, to reset. Think of, it's like giving your entire body a spring clean, just as we would with our homes. And it's not just the kapha toxins themselves are clearing out, Clear out all that stuff you've been carrying in your hearts, in your heads. Everything that's gone on this last year, we've all been through so much collectively. It's been such a difficult time. And this is an opportunity to, to really let go of this. Something that's very synonymous with kapha is a holding on to things, a holding on to belongings, a holding on to emotions. It's a kind of hoarding. And it's a bit of a downside of kapha. And it's important to, you know, just, you know, that even that stimulation with the right nostril breathing and the dry body brushing, the getting up early and going out for a walk, invigorate yourself, clear these toxins out, clear away this baggage out and away of the body, just let it go. So have a wonderful three days, everyone. Um, this is a fantastic program that Morley have done and sending lots of love to you all. Do get in touch uh, if you have any more questions, if you want to know more. I'm sure that um, Anita will be happy to answer your questions and you can always drop me a DM on Instagram as well. I love to hear from everyone. Take care, lots of love and happy Kaffa season. Bye.